1: We want to tell you about something new that we're really, really excited about. It's Live Big Magazine. Live Big Magazine is a free quarterly magazine featuring premium articles from Derek Greer and other expert contributors. It's all designed to help you live bigger in key areas of your life such as faith, business, mental health, parenting, and a whole lot more. The good news is that it's absolutely free with no strings attached. We'll even pay for shipping. All you have to do is go to DerekGreer.com slash magazine. That's DerekGreer.com slash magazine to claim your free subscription today. Military
0: and Federal Employees. Consider Grace Church for your tax-deductible CFC donations. Grace is passionate about meeting the needs of people near and far. Every year, we provide over 13 tons of food to thousands of local families through our weekly Bag of Hope emergency food services and school supplies, gifts, and other essentials to children who may otherwise go without. We also serve the spiritually hungry and hurting through outreach, streaming services, and the Live Big broadcast. People fighting suicide or simply needing answers let us know that the strong teaching gives them life-changing hope that draws them to Christ. So tomorrow can be bigger. Just grow, let the world overflow yeah. Give a life bigger than yourself. You're created for greatness. Give a life bigger than
2: yourself. Big, big. Welcome to Live Big with Bishop Derek Reard. Pastor of Grace Church in Dumfries, Virginia. Visit GraceChurchva.org for this message and to find out more about how you can grow in Christ. We serve a big God and we believe that His Word calls for us to live big. So our prayer is that this broadcast empowers you to live a life so big that it blesses everyone and everything around you. Let's get into the teaching.
1: I think this series is probably more about you. And you stepping into all that God has for you more than than, than anything else. And last week we talked about the 80-20 rule. And we talked about how Pharaoh lived under his means for uh, seven years. And because of that, he ended up owning all of Egypt. And you may assume that that was always the case for Pharaoh, but it was not. Kings have different levels of leadership. And uh, based on the dream that God gave Pharaoh, uh, he stepped into this level of of power, if you will. And uh, if you missed it, uh, you can get the CD or it's on the archives uh, of the live stream. You can just go there at home and you can take a look. But each session has been building on the last. And uh, you may need that in order to understand all that we're talking about today. But before we can go forward, you know, I only have sometimes as little as... Thirty-five, because y'all are some praisers sometimes, and it's just we just go on. But uh, the Max is about forty-five minutes, and I got to squeeze a whole lot of information into that time. And I wasn't able to to completely wrap up last week, so we're gonna go back before we move forward. So go to Genesis chapter forty-seven and verse twenty. And Moses records. The, he says, "Then Joseph, after following the eighty-twenty rule for seven years, where the Pharaoh was only consuming eighty percent." of his income in the good years and systematically uh, setting aside uh, 20% for the bad years, the Bible says he bought all the land of Egypt for Pharaoh. So this is amazing. Pharaoh was actually able to buy the entire nation. I mean, that's huge because God gave him a dream, but also because he was willing to follow that dream. Your willingness to to, to set aside will determine your ability to rise with the tide. For every man of the Egyptians sold his field because the famine was severe upon them. Because Pharaoh saved in plenty when others did not. Pharaohs had when others had not. Now, I feel horrible for the Egyptians. How about you? Okay. Okay. Okay, five of you. Okay. But here's the question. Would you rather be Pharaoh or them? Stop wasting your time hating the players. Learn the game. Learn the game. Learn the game. So I'm taking weeks. It's going to be at least four weeks teaching you from the Word of God the game. So the land... Became whose Pharaoh's. So the dream that God gave Pharaoh was not just for when he died. The dream was not just for the by and by when he went to heaven. The dream God gave Pharaoh impacted his life in his now. And what we're about to see, we're gonna turn for for just a second. We're gonna look at one of the longest scriptures in the entire Bible, the longest chapters, forgive me. And in this chapter Moses only describes two things because he wanted us to understand the nature of these two things. And these two things were God's blessing and God's cursing. Real things with real effects. Deuteronomy twenty-eight, 13. We're not going to cover the whole chapter because it's just impossible. We'll be here till three o'clock. But we were going to cover just a couple verses. Now, I want you to look at how God inspires Moses to describe what a blessed life really looks like. Because I could say I want to bless you, but blessing to me may look different than blessing to you. So what Moses did in this chapter is he disabuses all notions of, of what God's blessing might be and said this is exactly what the blessing of God looks like. So when the New Testament says we are blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places... This is what the Bible is talking about. It says, and the Lord will make you what? The head. What does a head do? Lead. What does a head do? Lead. And not a what? Tail. What does a tail do? Follow. Follow. But the biggest difference between a head and a tail is the view. It takes a sec. Okay, you got it? Okay. But the blessing of God is designed to take you from underdog to top dog. Yeah. <laughs> All right now. It says here, you shall be above, watch this, it didn't just say above, above only. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's something. Yeah. So even when I'm going down, I'm still going up. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You shall be above only or exclusively. Others may sink. But God will keep my head, your head, from going under. He said, you shall be above only and not beneath. He says that frontwards and backwards so we would be crystal clear about what the blessings of the Lord are supposed to look like. So it's like if you don't understand above, certainly you understand beneath. And what Moses is saying to us is he doesn't, God doesn't want any of his people living like the bottom of anybody's shoe. You hear what I'm saying? God intends for us to be blessed coming in, going out, in the country, in the city, in the basket, in the store. The whole chapter, he lays out what the blessing of the Lord looks like. Watch this. But this will happen only if you heed the commandments of the Lord your God. So don't just go to church, do it, okay? Don't just give me an amen, go home and put into practice the things we're talking about over the next four weeks, which I command you today and be careful to what? Observe them. So again, this blessing was not just for those who heard, but those who heeded. And we we need a, a whole lot more doers than talkers, and, and he's saying, listen, this is what the blessing really looks like. And if you have something different, you've not yet stepped into the blessing. If you're always beneath, you are not yet where God wants you to be. You say, well, that's not nice. Well, it's the book. Matter of fact, that's the nicest thing I want. When I'm down, I want to hear, I ain't supposed to be there. I want to hear God can get me up, lift me up, pick me up. And that that's not God's will for my life. Okay, back to Genesis 47 and 20. So the land became whose? Pharaoh's. All because of a dream that God inspired. Pay attention here. If God did not give Pharaoh this dream and didn't give Joseph an anointing of wisdom to direct him on how to handle the dream, he would not be in this position. But again, I know I'm repeating myself, but this dream was not for the by and by. It was for the rotten here and now. And God wants to inspire us not only for the next life, but also for this life. So the land became whose? Pharaoh's. And as for the people, he moved them into the cities from one end of the border of Egypt to the other end. What happened was no one could afford the suburbs anymore. So everyone moved into the the, the city to be near the king's corn or near the king's weed. And, And by the way, I just said something. Free cheese ain't free. There's always strings attached. Okay, we're going to push on, though. Last weekend, we took a moment and we learned that success comes typically from consistently choosing what you need most over what you want now. But this week, I I want to add, now listen, tragedy happens, stuff happens, and it sets us back, and and there are, you know, just just stuff that, that interrupts things. But the general principle is, just like success comes a certain way, poverty comes a certain way. And it comes from consistently choosing what you want now of what you need most. When you keep making that decision, forget about the future, I'm not going to study now because what I want most is, 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 is to hang out with my friends. You hear what I'm saying? When you keep choosing, consistently choose what you want right now in the moment, I feel like smacking you. Well, that's going to put you three months in prison. You hear what I'm saying? You're going to lose your job. Your parents are going to lose their, their, their father, you understand, and you're probably about to destroy your marriage. But in the moment, you don't know how I felt. Yeah, I know how you feel. And you're going to stay in that mess until you learn to control yourself and stop consistently choosing what you feel now for what you need most. Only the land of the priests, the Pharaoh, did not buy So while Pharaoh was getting his financial act together, he didn't leave his God out. Yeah, I got one. All right. (laughs) For the priests had rations allotted to them by Pharaoh. So the Pharaoh here used part of his 20% to take care of the the things of, of God. Now, like I told you last week, you don't have to do this, but if you want my results... I'm sorry you're going to have to follow the same principle. But if you don't want it, go do what you I love you. I'm for you. Keep coming to church and, and bless the Lord. You know, I'll pray for you when you're sick and all the rest. Ain't, ain't no thing. But since I was in my 20s, I gave my life to Christ when I was 20 years old. The biggest test for me, I knew me. I knew me and money. When, when the Lord told me to tithe, I was like, this got to be real. I was a student. And God cut to the chase, boy, are you playing with this thing or are you doing this thing? Like I said, you do what you want to do. But that's for me in my house. You hear what I'm saying? Since I was 20 years old, I have given my first 10% to God. It took me a little while to learn this, though. It was a little later, maybe in my 30s. But then I learned that after I give my first 10% to God, I need to invest the next 10% in my future and my Family's future. It says, and they, the priests, we talked about that last week, ate their rations which Pharaoh gave them. Never live off of more than 80% of your income. Never. If you do, you are a crisis waiting to happen. You cannot sprint long term forever. You can't just grind out 100%, 100%. I mean, if you don't have resources for a rainy day, If you don't set anything aside, the first bump is going to pull you down under. And they, the priests, ate their rations which Pharaoh gave them. Therefore, they did not sell their what? Lands. Now, here's the deal. If a heathen king would do this for his God, how much those of us who worship the true and living God. We say, Bishop, I hear you. And even last week I was here. I even came back, Bishop. I, I, I came back. But I am so deep in debt, so deep in debt, that, that a thief broke into my house last night and, and he was searching for the money. And when, when I heard him, I woke up and I started searching with him. I was like, we're going to find this together. <laughs> so, so, so I get it. <laughs> so you're saying, you're saying, what you're saying, and I hear your heart. you say, saying, Bishop, I hear you but how do I get there? I'm so glad that you asked. Let's go to 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 1. And a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets, her husband was one of the 700 prophets that did not bow their knees to Baal and was protected by Obadiah. This was a man of, of real courage, a man of conviction and 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 a man who, who loved God. But here's what I want to tell you today, and you really have to hear me. Just because you're strong in one area does not necessarily or automatically make you strong in every other area. You may know the Bible. You may know what the Bible says about salvation. You may know what the Bible says about worship. But if you ignore what the Bible says about money... You're still going to find problems in that area of your ignorance. The Bible says people perish for a lack of knowledge. So it's typically the areas that we're perishing or in bondage in are the areas that we don't quite understand. So I know a lot of people got salvation down, but they can't pay their rent. They can't pay their mortgage. And in the long run, it makes their God look bad. So what we have to do is take a little time out to, yeah, we're going to talk about the salvation thing. We're going to talk about the gifts of the Spirit and the power of God. But we're also going to learn biblical principles about how to handle money. Yeah. Do you know that over half of Jesus' parables, over half, were about finances? Jesus was trying to teach us how to live. The Bible says she cried out. The Hebrew actually denotes or connotes strong crying. So it, I get the picture that this woman was just a little bit hysterical and money can make you crazy, particularly when you don't have it. So she cried out to Elijah saying, your servant, my husband, is dead. Now Proverbs 13 and 22 gives us some parenthetical insight, and it's very, very important that you hear what I'm about to say, and I'm not going to read it all, or we'll be here to 12, but it says a good man leaves an inheritance, watch this, to his children. The word good means pleasant, it means appealing, but it also means, pay attention here, well balanced. We need a well-balanced understanding of God's word. Not just he's a healer in the sick room, but also he will be your banker. You hear what I'm saying? That he will give you visions and dreams that can impact your your contemporary and current situation. A a good man or woman has a well-rounded This is why, you know, I don't stay on the same thing each week because we got to have a a well-rounded, the Bible talks about the full gospel of God. Now there's partial gospel that some folks major on, praise the Lord, but if you're going to be a pastor, you can't just focus on a single message. You need to focus on the fullest possible message that's in the Bible because people are living life daily. And we're not in church, you know, 24-7, and, and we got to handle children, we got to handle finances, we got to handle marriage, we got to handle friendships, we got to deal with life. And it's vital that we have a full-orbed, a, a, a well-rounded understanding of God's Word. Now this is, this is I do, please don't mishear me. It's, it's really important that we are justified by faith apart from works. I, I, I would lay my life down for that conviction. But I also need, and you also need, a revelation of how to handle your finances if we're going to build buildings, hospitals, and share this message around the globe. So we have a great message, but if we we haven't focused on the areas of the Word of God that, that teaches us how to get it out, we're going to be stuck. Back to 2 Kings 4 and 1. A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elijah, and she said, your servant, my husband, is dead. And you know, there's a little bit of an indictment here. You know that your servant feared the Lord. She knew that her husband had a heart after God. Just like most of us. He, he knew that, that, that he loved the Lord. The problem was he never mastered the money thing. Pay attention oh, yeah. to what I'm saying. And the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. This dad's gut-wrenching problem was passed on to his children. Though you may be the most spiritual person in this room, you will still live like a slave until you sort out this money thing. Amen. Proverbs 22 and 7 gives us more insight, real-world insight. I love the Proverbs. It says this, the rich rules over the poor. A little run DMC may, may, may help. It's just like that, and that's the way it is. It's not that Proverbs saying it's the way that God wants it, but it's just like that. And that's the way it is. Boom, boom. Okay. okay. And the borrower saved or unsaved. It didn't say the, the unsaved bar. And the borrower is servant to the lender. Someone said, every time you needlessly borrow money... You rob your future self. One more time. Every time you needlessly borrow money, you rob your future self. Because you're taking now what you're going to pay for later. And you're going to pay for it with compounded interest. Pay attention. So Elisha said to her, and she just stated what she, you know, her situation, And he has the audacity to say, what shall I do for you? Of course, he knew that that she wanted him to fix a problem. But I think the prophet needed her to be clear that only God could really help with this thing. And though people may be the instruments that God uses to help us, we got to recognize ultimately our help comes from the Lord. And this lady was putting a little too much on, you know, well, your servant, you know, he was a problem, putting too much on the church, too much on him. No, no. Ultimately, it's between your husband and his God. And in a moment, we're going to see between you and your God. Watch this, though. So he he responds. First, he gets it straight. Listen, I'm not going to fix this thing for you. You got a part to play. He looks at her. He says, tell me, what do you have in your house? Here's what I believe the Lord wants you to see today. In fact, here is the word of the Lord to you today. Everything you need is already in your house. If you catch that, if you catch that, you don't need somebody to drive by. Everything you already need is in your house house. You don't have to rob Peter's house to pay Paul's house. It's already in your house. You just have to find it. And she said, she responded. She's in a conversation. That's why we need to talk with the Lord. She said, your maidservant has nothing in this house but God's word to me a few years ago, back when we were in that other building across the street, God said, you need to inventory your butt. I'm saying to you today, you need to inventory your butt. You think you have nothing, but God's about to show you, if you listen to him, that you already have all you need. Pay attention. She said, your maidservant servant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. She thought she had nothing, but the answer was in her butt. Pay
2: attention. This is the Live Big broadcast with Derek Greer. We pray that you were inspired to think big, do big, and live big. Our goal is to compel you to live in a way that overflows and blesses those around you. We invite you to meet us online for vibrant worship and strong Bible teaching each Sunday and Wednesday on social media or gracechurchva.org. You can also tune in to the Live Big broadcast on television. So check your local TV listings or visit gracechurchva.org for the broadcast schedule. That's all the time we have. But until next time, remember, you have what it takes in Christ to live big.
1: Hi, this is Derek Greer. I want to tell you about something new that I'm really excited about. It's Live Big Magazine, a free quarterly magazine featuring premium articles from myself and other expert contributors to help you live big in key areas of your life such as faith, business, mental health, parenting, and a whole lot more. The good news is that it's absolutely free with no strings attached. I'll even pay for shipping. All you have to do is go to DerekGreer.com slash magazine. That's DerekGreer.com slash magazine to claim your free subscription today.